Welcome to Podcast 24! Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. Better than ever, my friends. We're back and better than ever, and it's been a while since you've been on. It has. It feels like it's been a really long time. It was really, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. But it feels like a lot longer than that. Well, you missed like two, but not back to back. Yes. I, I missed one, and then I was on one, and then I missed another one. Now I'm back. And you were telling me it felt like you've been a while. It's it, been a while since you've been, been a while. on a podcast. It really feels like it's been a long time since I've been on a podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. And I miss it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. What do you miss most about it? I don't really know. I love being in the room just, <laughs> just talking. It's true. I love, we, we record a lot of other things in this room. We actually do a radio show on WMUC 103.5. Check it out, 10 a.m. Yeah, and, every uh, 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, Friday <laughs> 103.5 radio show. Radio show. Check it out. Um, but we get like two minutes a day, maybe four or two minutes at a time, though. On that radio show, it's actually me and you. So I, I enjoy just sitting down. Long-term talk, long-term conversation. Yeah, just seeing where the conversation leads. Mm-hmm. And I hope you, I hope our audience enjoys it. A miracle happened. Did you hear? I did hear. <laughs> <laughs> the one that our pastor just texted us about? <laughs> no. Oh. Two miracles happened. What was the other one? You went to the gym. That I did. I went to the gym. That was one of them. All right, guys. Pastor Luke's been on me. Probably for over a year. Yep. To to join the gym. Yes. And for a long time, it just wasn't convenient. I lived far away. It wasn't worth it to drive 30 minutes to go to the gym. You just bench pressed a couple bags of sand instead, and yeah, and some some big oak logs and a bucket of concrete. Yeah. But uh, but now I live <laughs> in like town. Dwight Schrute <laughs> gym. <laughs> Uh, but now I live in downtown Holly, so I can't do all of that stuff. And now I'm close to Fenton too. And so I had I had no excuse. And I could tell I hadn't been in working out with weights for like two months. And I could tell and I was annoyed. Yeah. I, I know I that like, feeling. I'm like looking at myself or like trying to lift heavy stuff. I'm like, oh lost this something. Is, I lost it. I, lost I got my gotta edge. get back. I so I've been my... back in the gym. I actually have gone a few times without you now. And how was that? Did you did you do the same workouts or did you try new stuff? I did a lot of the same stuff and uh-huh. then I tried a few new things. What was the new uh, stuff you tried? Um, so I did a few different workouts. It wasn't uh, brand new. It was workouts that I used to do a lot when I was in physical therapy okay. from arm. Yes. Um, so I added more of those yeah. um, to the workout routine. Uh, it was on, I'm not sure what you call it. It's the workout machine with like the pulley. And you can change out the handle and yeah, I don't adjust know you, the weight. I don't know what you call that either. I don't know. If you know what you call that machine. It's a big one. Drop it in the comments. Give us an email. There's no, there's com- no comments. There's no comments. I just realized that. <laughs> I don't know. DM me on Instagram or something. Let me know what that's called. Because uh, I have no idea. Whatever that is, I, I, did, I did some more workouts on that or with that. Um, nice. That I used to do a lot in physical therapy yeah. um, to try to uh, get my left arm strength back up. Well, I'm going, I'm going to the gym tonight. I know. I have a tournament tonight, a fishing tournament tonight. So unfortunately, I won't be there. But we're going to be back in the gym, getting back in the gym. Actually, it's the first. This is a, this is a confession that I had never been into a real gym before. Yeah. 
And so when I went the first time, I was a little bit overwhelmed. People are. It is an overwhelming experience. Yeah. Yes. And I think it'll take a few more times for me to to maybe get really comfortable there. Gym intimidation. Yeah. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. And I'm I, like, everybody's watching me. They're There's not. probably though. nobody watching me. Not really, no. Um, I'll be honest. The first time I went, I was watching people. Well, yeah. To see what they were doing and how the machines worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, a tr- it's a real thing. It is a real thing. But then after you go for a long time, it's just like anything. It just kind of becomes normal. You don't have those secondary thoughts in the back of your head anymore. Yeah. And you do realize that nobody's really watching. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and. And the wonderful thing about the gym, I would say this, it's it's a little bit like church. Yeah. Where like, come one, come all, you're better just to be there. Okay. Like, I don't care what shape or size of a human you are. If you're in the gym, I have mad respect for you. Yeah, that's true. You're getting better. Yeah. Which is- That's a good, that's a great way to look at it. And that's how everybody looks at it. That's, That's good. why it doesn't have – most people think going to the gym, you got to be a certain way right? or look a certain way. That's not true at all. It's most people in the gym are totally normal Yeah, and all shapes and sizes, ages. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome place. It really is kind of like the church <laughs> where, like, if you're just in the building of church, then you're, you're already moving in the right direction. Yeah. And I don't care how old you are, what shape you are, what your what kind of how your life is. If you're at church, you're heading in the right. You're moving in the right direction. It's kind of like the gym. That's good. I like it. I have another confession about the gym. I wasn't planning on sharing this either, but we're just talking about the gym. So here we go. Um, So the first time we went, I went with you. You were kind of showing me some of your workout routines and how how a lot of the machines in there worked. Mm -hmm. And on a few of the machines, a few of them in particular, I was getting frustrated with myself. Um, because I was having a hard time keeping up with the weight that you were using. Okay. And I didn't, I never told you this, um, but you could probably tell. Um, I don't know if you could tell. I feel like my emotions are on my face a lot. Um, but there's a few of them specifically. I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm sorry, I probably can't tell. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say next. So I don't know if I, I don't think I could tell. I was on, we were doing uh, like biceps and triceps. Yeah. Um, and I was getting a little frustrated because I was having some trouble uh, doing all the weights that you were doing. And then, uh, part of the way through, I think it was when we were doing triceps, and I realized I haven't been in the like working out with weights in two months. Yeah. And um, with my left arm injury, if I don't work out really consistently, my left arm muscle um, gets weaker much faster than my right arm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I realized like I haven't been working out consistently for two months, and my left arm is very weak. There, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with Pastor Luke, who's consistently in the gym three times a week. Yeah. And like, he, he does so like, I had no reason to be like frustrated or be like, Oh, come on. I can't keep up. Oh yeah. 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 And so I just like, I had that realization while I was there, but it was annoying for a second, but I, then I was able to actually move past and be you like, know, actually, this is good. I'm getting stronger. Like it doesn't matter. Amount of weight has really nothing to do with your, like you could do a small weights and have an awesome, like shredded biceps and triceps and like, yeah, so, you know I'm saying? so much of it's all about that tut. That's, that a, that's a term tut, I learned. That tut. Time <laughs> under tension. Time under tension. You could drop the weight and do it slower, a slower rep. Your time under tension could triple in time. You're going to get a crazier workout than somebody who's stacked the weight and is like... Just knocking them out real fast? Knocking them out real fast, trying to like get it in so quickly. I got 12 <laughs> reps in. Yeah, but you did it in like four seconds, and it was so quick. Like... How about yeah. slow it 
way down and you'll be able to do like three reps maybe. Right. You know, so it, it's, yeah, time under tension is really your most important part of working out. Yeah. So I'm learning all about that. And yeah. it's, it's been good. I actually have been enjoying it. I've been feeling good. Control is important. I've been, <laughs> this is true. The first time, this is the first time I went, I got home and I felt so bad. You felt like your body? <laughs> My body oh. felt so bad. Yep. But it's been getting better. I've went two other times since then. It's been getting much better. I feel I feel good afterwards now. Your, so. your, it's a blood. It's weird what your blood does when you start working out yeah. for the first time. Your blood rushes to all your muscles that are being uh, stressed. Yeah. And it so it leaves your st- your blood will like leave your stomach and leave your head. Yeah. To get to your arms and your legs. And like your whatever shoulders or your chest, and you feel horrible. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> Queasy a little bit, dizzy a well, little well, bit, a little bit lightheaded. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's exactly how I felt that first time. So then, the more you work out, I don't know if you will increase your blood per se. I feel like that's maybe somebody can correct me on this, but you actually will. Your body will almost increase the blood so that. As it rushes to your biceps and your triceps, it stays still in your stomach and in your head too. Yeah. And you don't get that lightheaded queasiness yeah. as you continue to go. I don't get that anymore. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You'll feel, you'll feel better. <laughs> and then, and we can end the subject here too. Yeah. What ends up happening is you get this, like, they call it a runner's high. I don't know what they call it for the gym. I know exactly what you're talking about though. I've had that before for sure. Yeah. And you get this, like, rush of adrenaline but from putting all your muscles under tremendous stress. Yep. And it, then you start to feel good. Oh, yeah. And then you crave that feeling, and that's what gets you. That's how you get addicted to the gym and addicted to running. Like yeah. runner running, I've got the runners high plenty of times in my life, but still I think runners are insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I will second that. <laughs> Crazy people. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of running. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Which leads us perfectly into our podcast topic today. Yeah, perfect transition. Nope, not at all. (laughs) It's a bad transition. We are going to continue our friendship series. Friendship series. Um, We might be on part five. Yeah, Uh, I think it's part five. Okay, so the last one we did was pitfalls for friendship. This is what I I want to call this one friendship standards. Oh, I like that. Friendship standards. It's like relationship standards. Relationship standards. Friendship standards. Um, Workplace standards. And I, I, me and Pastor Ann have noticed something. People will have higher standards for their friends than they do their dating relationships. Yep. And we want to talk about this a little bit today. Not long. Just a little bit. Just We're going to you- point out the standards. And what we really want to encourage you with is this is to please reverse it. (laughs) Yeah. Please have a higher standard for your dating relationships than you do even your friendships. We want you to have a high standard for your friendships, obviously. Yeah. But we really want you to have an even higher standard for your dating relationships. Of course your friendships are important. But who you date and who you eventually marry is more important. Yeah. And why is it? Why are we so weird, Pastor Aaron? I have caught, been caught in this trap. I have been right here where I had higher standards for my friends than I did for my girlfriends. Yeah. 
And let's talk about this a little bit. So here is, should we talk about the friend standard first or the dating standard? I think we standard? should talk about the dating standard I first. I thought the same thing. Okay, give us number one then, Pastor Aaron. What All right. Are, what's a something like, a, this is a classic standard for dating. Ready? Yeah. Uh, we settle for someone who wants to change us. <laughs> we do. Because the only reason is because we think they're good looking. Yeah, they're, they're attractive. Or they're cool. So you're like, they're, they're so amazing that I'm going to change who I am so that I can be with them. You go on a date with them and they ask you a simple question about your favorite food. And you're like, well, maybe you're like, here's a perfect example. Let me, let me, let me start this story over again. All right. Maybe you're just talking to your, on your, on your date with them. You're talking yeah. and all of a sudden your date says how much they hate hamburgers. <laughs> and you're like thinking to yourself, that's actually my favorite food. Love hamburgers. I love hamburgers. But for the sake of this dating relationship to go well, I'm going to lie to this person and literally say, oh, yeah, hamburgers are gross. <laughs> we ch- boom. We've changed. Like, we're not even true to ourselves. We can't even admit our favorite food. About, yeah, how, about hamburgers. That's how desperate we are to have a <laughs> be in a relationship. Be in a relationship. <laughs> we're so desperate. We're like, yeah, hamburgers are horrible. Why did I just say that? <laughs> It's my favorite food. Now you can't have a hamburger ever, ever, especially, and then you're going to end up dating him and all of a sudden you got to admit, hey, you know that time I I told you I hated hamburgers? Yeah, that was a lie. I actually love hamburgers. It's my favorite food. I haven't had one for three years because I've been afraid of you. (laughs) But this is- But that happens. It happens all the time. But that's so much real life. It's so much real life. We literally, but like, okay, so another dating scene that we have is, is we're so excited. We just- let isolation happen. Oh, all right. Unpack that one a little bit. Yeah. So like you got a group of friends that you hang out with all the time, like your fantasy football friends, or they're your like uh, uh, weekend hangout friends, they're your school friends or your church friends. You do everything together. And all of a sudden you start dating someone and <laughs> at the, dr- it's like as fast as a coin falls from your hand to the floor, you forgot all about your all friends. All of those friends. The you, only person that matters is the person you're dating. The only person that matters is the person you're dating. Those friends could go eat rocks for all you care. <laughs> I have. You, I don't even. I forget your names. Who cares? I'm dating somebody right now. Just leave me alone. It's like, whoa! You had all these friends. Why are you like isolating yourself so much? I have seen this one happen so many times, yeah. and I have. I have more than once been on the friend group side where somebody just basically, you know, just happened to be like, I haven't seen them for three months. And then I've also been in that moment when they break up and all of a sudden they come crawling back. They like, do come I, crawling I back. miss you guys so oh. much. It's, I shouldn't have left you guys. I miss you. We need to hang out again. You're like, bro, we've been hanging out for three months. You just haven't been there. I miss the bros. I miss bro time. <laughs> You're like, dude. You did. You never had to leave bro time. Nobody told you to go. Nobody kicked you out. Nobody said you weren't welcome. You left us. You could still hang out with us even while you date somebody. Yes. <laughs> but people lose their flipping minds when they start dating. And they have, they, they would, and anyway, here's, it's just a stand. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, number three, let me go this one. Uh, oh, no. You do number three. All right. You change who you are to fit what they want. It sounds a lot like number one, and it, it kind of is like number one. Um, but you really do. You change who you are to fit what they want. So we've talked about this, and it's still so true. Oh, my gosh. Like, 
you change everything about yourself. Yeah. And the saddest part about this one is I watch so many people leave the church when they start dating people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man, there's lots of reasons for that. Some of them are, so I guess that some of them and others I've watched. I, I mean, I know why they do it. Yeah. They, they, they start dating somebody, then maybe they, they really are ashamed of what they become and they're afraid to show up to church now. Right. So they stop coming to church. Yeah. Or maybe they just, instead of going to church, they're going on dates now. Yep. It's just bad. But you literally, I mean, you had all this investment into your walk with the Lord and then you just want, you just change it all. Yep. To fit, so to fit what they want. It's incredibly sad. I don't like that. Number four, Pastor Aaron. All right. You assume that nobody else out there, or that there is nobody else out there. Oh, I, messed, I botched this. Let it's me start okay. over. It's okay. <laughs> you assume nobody else out there, so settle for this relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, got, there's, there's no one nobody. else. There's, there's nobody. no other qualified human being out I, there for I me to date. I haven't seen the opposite sex in 10 years. This is like the first there's, person I found. <laughs> and <laughs> Just nobody. There's nobody else. <laughs> my dad told my sister when she went to college, Oh yeah, manure is best used when it's spread out. What does that even mean? It means don't just date one guy. Come on. Meet a lot of guys. <laughs> Meet somebody else. Meet there somebody there else. might be someone else out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he said that to her. I think he was worried that she would just date the first person she ran into. Right. And and it would be like a settle almost. Yeah. So he, he gave her that advice. <laughs> she didn't actually listen to it. She ended up marrying her high school sweetheart. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they're doing pretty good now. So Yeah, they're doing okay. No, <laughs> they're doing great. Yeah. They're an awesome duo. They're a dynamic duo. They're a dynamic duo. They're like a power couple. Power couple for sure. I love so – you like it's so strange how we get so scared that we're never going to meet anybody else that we're like we're so desperate that yeah. we just well the first person that like calls us a dork and kisses us on the cheek we're like oh my oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> 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 like this is it they have to be the one for me and and nobody else has ever liked me like this nobody else has ever said that so <laughs> have, how many people have you met? <laughs> it's like, how many guys have you talked to? It's kind of like, okay, you're, you're really fooling yourself. You're tricking yourself into believing that this is the only person out there or just it's the first person, so it's got I got to stick with it. Um, but these are like kind of dating standards. But then we look at our friend standards. Yeah. And they're so much higher. They're so much higher. So here's, here's the first friend standard that we really, when we look for, we want to find people who ex- who accept us for who we are. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hey, uh, uh, do you like uh, sports? Not really. All right, I'm going to find a different friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, you're like, okay, I don't know if I have much in common with this person, so I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to like be heartbroken that if we're not best friends. Yeah. So I'm going to move on. Maybe try to find a different friend. Like yeah. with you, like you, you know, if you, you do you like fishing, uh, not really. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to find a better friend than you. <laughs> we're not so desperate. Yeah. We're not going to like change everything we are. Yeah. Like would you, if I told you I hated fishing, would you right, right off the bat say, yeah, I hate fishing too, just no. to be my friend? No. No. Cause you have like, you, 
but you, but people do that for for a boy for a girlfriend all the time, all the time. But yeah. we have these higher standards for our friendships. We're yeah. like, oh, I'm not gonna change myself for that dude. Yeah, but we can still be great friends. They're just gonna accept me for who I am. Exactly. <laughs> it made me think of when uh, I listened to the the podcast. I absolutely loved it when we when you had Preston and Todd on as guests, and. Uh, and, you know, Preston is, like, one of the biggest sports buffs that I know. He could rattle off, like, any statistic about any Detroit sports team in history. It's quite impressive. And uh, and Todd doesn't really follow sports at all. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> we proved it on the podcast. On the podcast. we asked him, who's the greatest Detroit athlete of all time, and Todd said, I don't know. I don't watch sports. <laughs> and yet, Preston and Todd are our best friends. Best Todd, friends. Todd wasn't like, actually, I, I love sports that are my favorite. And he doesn't watch him at all. Or Preston wasn't like, <clears throat> yeah, sports is sports are stupid. Yeah, um, neither <laughs> of them changed who they really were to become friends. Right. And but people do that all the time in a dating relationship. Yeah. So they, we have higher standards for our friendships. Number two, another standard that we have for our friendships. We we tend to find people with the same likes and dislikes. Yeah. We just it's just natural, right? Um, I don't know. It's just natural. Yeah, it's you naturally want to hang out with people or be constantly around people who are interested in the same things as you are. Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe you've seen this. Have you ever seen like a boyfriend, girlfriend dating to where the they, the girlfriend or the boyfriend is constantly pointing out all the flaws of the other person and they're miserable together, but yet they never break up? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong? With, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with what's wrong with humanity? Does that sound like an awesome relationship? No, no. no. But we're so desperate to have a boyfriend or girlfriend, we're willing to be miserable. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if I had a friend who wasn't being friendly to me, I wouldn't even uh, stick around. No, I wouldn't even like. I wouldn't ever want to hang out with them, and I wouldn't no. carry. They wouldn't lose any sleep. I wouldn't yeah. be worried about it. I would just be like, yeah, I don't really feel like hanging out with you because all you do is make fun of me and point out all my flaws and tell me what a tool I am. Yeah. I don't want to be around that all night long. No. Sorry. Not at all. <laughs> actually, this reminds me of – this is super weird. I don't know why I remember this so much, but I actually remember the very first message that I ever heard Pastor Ben and Pastor Pradeepin preach. They did a, a team teaching together, and they preached about friendship. And it was yeah. before, before they were ever even on staff I here. remember that. I remember that, yeah. And I remember Pastor Ben brought up this point. And I think he was preaching out of that verse in Proverbs that says, if you want to be a friend, you must first be friendly. But he had, he was just like, don't be friends with people who aren't friendly. It's so true. <laughs> but, and nobody's going to be like, you know what? I'll just, I care about this person so much that even though they're totally mean to me all of the time and we have nothing in common, and I actually hate them, <laughs> but I'm still going to be their friend. It's just not reality. It's not reality, but, but people will do that still in a dating relationship. So we're just trying to prove that there is a friend standard that tends to be higher than a dating standard. And, and that needs to change. It you need to have higher standards. To change. Another great standard that we have for our friends is we let our friends have other friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, people start dating. This, the other person is like... I'd really appreciate it if you never talk to a single person ever again your entire life except just me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're going to hang out with somebody else on Saturday? What? What? No. We didn't have plans, but how dare you? I'm going to manipulate you so you cancel that, that plan and hang out with me and stay. instead. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I love you so much. 
Oh, you're so good to me. Whoa. This red, has gotten red flags. <laughs> red flags. Red flags. Warning. <laughs> we need some more green flags in our relationships, people. Yeah. And, and a green flag is that when you have just like a friendship, like it's okay if you hang out with other friends. In a dating relationship, you need to be okay with your your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend hanging out with other people, especially their <laughs> friends. Other friends and their family. Yeah, it's that you'll people are so dysfunctional they will even convince their boyfriend or girlfriend to even stop hanging out with their family. That's crazy. That's crazy. It should not be like that at all. That's the craziest thing ever. What's the next one? All right. The next one is that we tend to recognize dysfunctional friends earlier. Love is blind. <laughs> love is blind. It really is. Yeah. And lo- love will, or I don't even know if it's actually love, but <laughs> lust, emotions, lust <laughs> yeah. will make you blind. Oh my gosh. To dysfunctional relationships. They did a survey, Pastor Aaron on husbands and wives, and they asked the spouses um, essentially like normal questions about their spouse. Okay. And it turned out that the spouses that were really in love with each other rated their spouse higher than the national average when it came to how clean they were, um, uh, like patterns and habits with their lifestyle, Character traits. Um, there was like a national average of like the normal average score. Yeah. But all these spouses that were really in love with each other. Yeah. They all rated their spouse way higher than the national average. And it, the the reality of the of the test was it's not true that your spouse mm. is this great. Right. Your love truly is blind. Wow. And this this test or this survey, whatever you call it, proved it. Yeah. And we can be, <laughs> we can be like that. We can just get into these relationships, and we have a hard time these dating relationships, and we yeah. can have a hard time noticing that they're dysfunctional because we are out of our mind, obsessed or full of <laughs> weird. I don't know emotion. There's just all these emotions involved. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it, we, but you need to be able to recognize a dysfunctional relationship just like you recognize a dysfunctional friendship. You know, I've seen people who are willing to go to a friend and talk to a friend. Maybe it's even a, a great friendship, but there's been some dysfunction lately. And they'll go to the friend and say, hey, I, I didn't like when you did this. I don't, if Like, we need to work this out. And they're willing to go to their friend and do that. And then their boyfriend or girlfriend does something they don't like, and they're not willing to confront that dysfunction at all. They can't. I just I don't want to. I don't want to ruin what we have. It's just wanna, so good. It's too much of a risk. Yeah, they might break up with me. So last one here. Maybe they should. <laughs> friend standards. Last friend standard here is uh, essentially we do life together. I like this one. Okay, this is a really good one. And this is so different from dating because when you're dating, it's like you get rid of your life <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. to date. <laughs> But when you have friends, you're like, no, I have a life. I'm going to add this fr- these friends to it. Yeah. We, we're, we're doing life together. I was thinking about when you first start dating or you go on your first few dates on how you will put your life on hold to put your best foot forward. Yeah. You almost put on this persona. Yeah. That this is, this is who I am. I am Superman. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever the persona is that you're trying to put on. And you realize like... There's a whole lot of me that 
I just left in the closet. I I hit a lot <laughs> here. <laughs> oh yeah. There, and but with, with a friend, like I'm not gonna go and just hide a bunch of who I am so I can hang out with my friends. No. My friends are gonna get all of me, and we're gonna hang and we're gonna do life together. Yeah. You, you when you're with your friends, you're gonna show your goofy side, your odd side. Yeah. And you try to hide all that with your with your date when you're dating somebody. You're like, I don't want to scare them. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're gonna think I'm a. They're gonna think I'm a weirdo. Think I'm weirdo. Well, we, you know, here, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but everybody already knows you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's weird. Okay, this should, uh, this should take a weight off your shoulders. Yeah, take a lot of weight off your shoulders. And newsflash, tell you girls out there, you're weird. You're too. weird too. Yeah, and so don't you dare think it's just the boys that are weird. No, the girls are weird too. I have a lot of girls in my brain right now that I'm, I don't want to call out by name, but you girls out there, you think boys are so weird? Listen, you're just as weird. <laughs> I don't want to name names. I'm, I have names in my head. I'm not going to name. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name would any never names. Never do that. Not going to happen. But we're all weird. We're okay. all weird. And so the the thing is, is that. Uh, do life together. Get let this person. Let all your friends see all your sides. Let your dating your who you're dating see all your sides. Don't hide. But we tend to hide when we date, and we then we tend to let everything be known when we're just with our friends. I, and so, what we want to say here today, let's close with just this statement: is we want you to have a high standard for your friendships. Yeah, which is all the standards that we just went through. And then we want you to to do that with your dating relationships and then even have a higher standard yeah. for your dating relationships. That's so good. That's it. That's exactly what we've been talking about. Yep. And, we're, and so that's this friendship series. This has been good stuff. This man. has been great stuff. I love this series. This is a good series. And I, it's it's. I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how long we're going to do this series for, but I will say this, Pastor Aaron, we're still laughing. We're still laughing. We're still having a good time. I love it. That's what the podcast is all about. We might do it again. We might not. You'll have to find out next time. Stay tuned next week when when the next podcast drops. All right. See you guys next week. See you later, audience. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.